This is a production of 1217 Media. JT, before I get started, shout out to TSU. You already see it, so I came prepared. I knew my guy was coming prepared. Shout out to Auburn State University, both SWAC schools, both alumni, man, HBCU alum. Um, my guest today, man, he's a Sacramento native, spent some time down in Texas, man, got started on his craft early down there too as well, on the field, in the gym, um, just interviewing people, doing interviews, man, his, his media, his um, entrepreneurship as far as what he's doing with himself, but he came home, man, we, we love home, we leave, go down south, we come back home, but um, this gym right now, you can find a man writing articles for the B, uh, many different platforms for himself, but also in the place to be at the right time. Um, we just talked offline a little bit about meeting up. Crossing paths, we're both active in our own little activities, but now it's like timing of it, but also what our, our goals are, what we're going to do for ourselves. Um, it's time for it. So, man, I appreciate uh, Mr. Marcus Smith for stopping by tonight. And we're filming here live, man, people at um, Our Place event space, uh, 1107 Firehouse Alley. Man, tap in Our Place. We got a full indoor kitchen. You got outside, indoor. You got patio access, man. We got the invitation room. Just tap in, Coach. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, I said Coach. Chef D. And uh, Maya Dennis, man, the co-owners of Our Place Event Space, man. Tap in. Y'all don't want to miss or the opportunity to have an event here. Throw your parties. Come down, hang out, and some of the great food, all right? Again, shout out to Our Place Event Space. But now, to my guest, man, um, Marcus Smith, man. Let's just talk about, before we get to, to the college, I know we're going to have fun. Talk about HBU time, man. Uh, yeah, you, you know that, movie. man. You know that. Um, just me about where you're from, man, growing up. How was that? Man, I mean, you said it. Growing up here in Sacramento, nine one six. Yes, sir. Uh, man, <laughs> raised in um, North Sacramento. Okay. Then a lot, a lot of my, a lot of growing up, it was in uh, in Elk Grove. Okay. And uh, man, it was uh, interesting growing up. Um, I had a great time. You know, I mean, it was during the generation of actually playing outside. Constantly. You know, so sure. it was. Um, it was a lot of biking you know it was a lot of Activity. just activities sports you know playing on the playground just like normal kids you know yeah um went That's to franklin good. high school okay I graduated in 2012 okay. and uh man i played basketball there That's what's up. Um, my what freshman sophomore and senior year okay um head coach there at the time four maker yeah. Okay. That's right. He yeah. was a varsity head coach. Varsity. Okay. Yeah. So I definitely had, I was at Kennedy coaching then. We had a couple runs with him, man. I definitely shout out to the, that group. Oh, 12. Let's see. I know I coached against Shoots um, for a minute. I know Ellie Mon was there for a minute. We called some, a couple, couple uh, frankly, kids, man. They were always loaded. Y'all had the new school, had new facility. <laughs> Everybody from the South just moved further south. I'm like, y'all taking all South Side kids further. But, you know, shout out to Franklin, man. Actually, they on our schedule this year, man. So, man, Freddie, coming for you. Oh, yeah, I got, I got to see that game, yeah. man. I got to be at that game for <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's funny, though, that you say that. I mean, that's kind of um, what Elk Grove is. It's like south of South Sac. That was always the kind of the inside joke or the inside kind of yep. kind of talk. It's just, it's south sure. of South Sac. If you want to know what Elk Grove is. And, um, yeah, that, that 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 did happen. That did take a lot of players away. Yeah, yeah. Can't. I mean, what, yeah. about what kid would want to move a little further? Some new stuff, well, new opportunities. Well, well what, what it is, it's, it's really the parents. I don't think kids have much of a say too much. I think it's the parents. True. You know, when you look at Elk Grove um, in 2000, when it really became incorporated. Nice, city, you know, you wanted to get it up was, It was, everyone wants to live in a new upcoming neighborhood, you know, where a house yeah, outside, outside courts that was nice. Exactly. Yeah. Back <laughs> when we used to parks, play outside. Man, yeah, parks that was nice. Yeah, it definitely. So, I, so, like, when you take all that into consideration, yeah. I, I think – it just made sense. And that's why they had to continue building schools on top of schools because at first in El Grove, mm -hmm. there were only 
Laguna Creek. Yep. Uh, and now it's considered El Grove, right? Laguna on one side, El, El Grove on, on the other, other side. And, and that was that was the majority it. Of it. So, mm-hmm. so you know, as as over time it built, it built up. You know, the city built up. You know, obviously, like you said, people end up moving, but yeah. It's, it's and El Grove's still growing at, at oh, no. you know, to this day. True, true, true. Further back, um, you talked about playing ball a little bit, man. I mean, I, I gotta ask all my guests whoever sport they're involved in or kind of clinging to. What were some of the people kind of, or who was you kind of looking at, man? Like, okay, I gotta, I'm studying my game. I want to be like this dude. Who, who was those <laughs> idols, man, for you growing up, bro? Man, it's funny that you say that, bro. Because like I was literally just thinking about this the other day. I was like, like man, it's crazy when you see like the players that you grew up watching and idolizing mm-hmm. and now they're on commercials, retired hall of fame and you know r.i.p to kobe that's one of yeah. them uh, so yeah getting getting the election i start with start with kobe um, yeah. my all-time favorite player growing up um alec was alan iverson yeah that's why i patterned my game off of um yeah. and then kind of in the later in the later days um you gotta love for chris paul um, you know, Russell Westbrook, um, you know, LeBron, you know, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm a guard myself, yeah. you know, so <laughs> Kyrie, you know, yeah. um, hey, let's not people, Isaiah Thomas, Zeke, Isaiah Thomas, no disrespect to uh, it, Mr. Irrelevant, True, you know, him yeah. too, but he was telling yeah, Zeke, but, but sure. Zeke, I think a, a lot of people sleep on Zeke, you they know, do when it comes to like, like the old school players, right? That I think dream. that bad persona for him, the media, and the Michael Jordan issue thing overshadows, but. I think he was legit, bro. Oh, he, he was, was a legit dog. hooper, bro. A dog. dog for real, like you said. And and I and that's actually one of the reasons why I know I'm jumping a little, no, little like too far, but no, I actually one of the reasons why I got into media and sports okay. media uh in particular is because I think too many times we kind of put in the take all these narratives of like what's going on outside of the game instead of really focusing on the X's and O's, the basketball, mm. and this play right here, and creating a, a legacy and things like that off that. Because, like, for a guy like Isaiah Thomas to be left off of different lists and there's, there's all no this, way, like, when like, legitimately everybody you may talk to about him when he played against him, be like, he was, he was certified. It. He was, it. yeah, like, <laughs> he stamped, right? Like, give that dude his props, he stamped Absolutely. on the court. He was a, like, he was a terror. I'm like, yeah, everybody had to go through growth pains, right? But then once he realized, okay, not just even more so me, team too, he was like another level. But he was a dog. Like, you can't – come on, man. Who wanted to play against Zeke? You come didn't want to go against him. It was a, it was, was going to be a hell of a night. You had a hard night sleeping the night before. You didn't, you didn't want to see him. I know that, man. That's definitely – that's what's up, man. Um, and that, that's a good thing. But that's okay you went to that because we can get into that too a little bit. So just as you're – at an early age, you didn't have that kind of – outside of playing, though, that, you had a kind of knack for thinking like the opposite. You know, people always think maybe one way perspective, like you giving up light on certain things, other perspectives on that. I think that's more of a mature state of mind where I'm at right now. Mm, okay. um, growing up, I mean, when you're a kid, um, you're just, I want to play sports, True. whatever my sport is. And then for me personally, it was after I'm done playing my sport, I want to report on my sport. I want to mm. be on the TV and, and everything else, on the radio and yeah. in the newspapers, you know, writing about my sport. Yeah. And so... I think just kind of seeing guys that have done it before mm-hmm. that have accomplished that, like the Stuart Scotts, the yeah. Stephen A. Smith, um, you know, and there's many more out there, but I think those two in general were like kind of the first ones, obviously them being black had a lot to do with that. True. Um, seeing a so reflection did, of Especially with Stuart Scott, man. Seeing that early on, I was like, yeah. But, and the brother was so relatable. His, his slang or his slogans was like, I can watch Stuart Scott 
all day, every day. And that's, you know I mean? and that's why today I love when uh, Mark Jones does play by play, Bro. you know, because it's different. It, it, it's different, but like, if it's different, like I, I'm really big on giving people their flowers <laughs> and, and you know, like I think Mark Jones really deserves his flowers because like, if there's, so, if there's anybody that's Stuart Scott's like smiling down on right now, oh, it's yeah. definitely got to be Mark Jones. Cause it, it's just energy is always right. Every, even though I hear him, everybody's just like, when he's on a game that I don't, maybe to my don't want to watch as much, I'm going to watch it because, and we're going to say, we're going to keep me entertained. Yeah, the game may sure. be kind of something, but he's going to give, I, know what's, I don't know what's coming. He's going to say something that's going to get me kind of like, that was tight. Or what? How do you think of that? Like, like how do you think of some stuff on the spot, bro? Like, one of those, like, if you know, you know type things. He'd be telling you, like, if you relate, he'd say something. About, I, I, I caught that. We might <laughs> caught that. I definitely like that, man. That, he's definitely dope. He's good at what he does. I know it takes reps, but also, man. So, again, for us, I think it's relatable, right? Times change. Yeah. For him to be a, a, a OG in the game now, but also be able to, Keep our attention and probably, I don't know if the young kids, they don't watch as much as we do, right? But I still watch who I watch it when he's on. I definitely gotta stick to it, bro. Absolutely, like, it man. Stick to it, man. That's what's up. Um, Franklin High School, right? Yeah. Playing career. Now, coming out of, out, out of high school, was was TSU the first option? The only option? What was that like for United States kids? Getting, they got options to go to all kinds of schools. They get all kinds of options to go different places, bro. They get to go travel and visit. Bro, it's, it's, it's open for them. My family from all my Mississippi, but I didn't go visit all Cologne down there. I got really? dropped off. Oh wow! <laughs> but my grandparents stayed like thirty minutes away, so I was blessed for that. My mom's side from there, but I was like, it wasn't like, oh, let's go take a visit here, go take a non let's go visit. Or I walked on to Alcorn too, so it wasn't like I had had. They weren't coming for me like that. So what was it like for you trying to get down to Texas or wherever your your options were? Oh man, um, shout out mom, shout out mom and dad, man. Um, mom specifically because she let me know from the jump. She said we're not visiting a bunch of schools. Mm. So whatever school you feel like you want to go to or you want to go visit, you want to mm -hmm. see, let's go there just so you can have an idea of what it's like. And if you want to go to a different school, that's on you. But otherwise, wherever we, wherever we go to, wherever, wherever school we visit, mm -hmm. that's where you're going. Wow. She told me this my senior year of spring break. <laughs> a few months before it was over. A few, a few, a few, a few months before spring break was only a week. Yeah. You know, at that time, so I think it still is. I don't yeah. know, but um, but yeah. So a few months before, she tells me, you know, get an idea, mm -hmm. and so I'm kind of breaking things down. Uh, shout out, you can, because uh, I went yep. to one of the uh, HBCU tours that was held at Valley High School uh, many many years ago. Now, shout out, to Mr. Rowe, man. They sent a ton of Sacramento shout kids out to HBCUs Rowe. all around. Yeah, man. <laughs> So I, I ended up getting a bunch, you know how it goes, you yeah. go and then you get a bunch of like you, you, of me on, the spot on, on the spot on the spot stuff, mm -hmm. you know, from scholarships to um, enrollment, all mm -hmm. that. Um, I got like 33 different schools. Okay. And that boy was academically ready too. Then that means he had to take care of them books. Y'all don't don't think that oh, means yeah. anybody. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, take care of them. Oh, books. I, had, I had to take care of the books, man. Uh, basketball wasn't wasn't Fact. going nowhere for me. There you go. <laughs> After sure. high school, basketball wasn't going nowhere. Like sure. like I I I was I thought I was good. We, you know, <laughs> friends, family, yes. teammates, everybody thought cool. I was good. But it's gonna be real to ourselves. Sometimes. You know, you gotta you gotta be real. You That's know, you gotta be real. The basketball um is a is a game of giants. <laughs> Logistically, point guard is six four now, six nine, six eight point guard now. It's definitely yeah, exactly. So That's so there's sure. some things I could have worked. And I always take accountability for myself. Things yeah, I could have yeah. worked on. Oh, but, me too, bro. But overall, uh, looking at it, I was like, yeah, unless I work a hundred <laughs> times harder than the next person, which yeah. I was not doing. You know, I'm like, yeah, basketball's not gonna cut it for me. I'd rather let's let's hurry up and focus on this uh, education side. There you go. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But um. Yeah. But no, seriously. Um. Well, what I, where was I? Um. 
the different scholarships uh-huh. and things like that. Um, TSU, I just knew that it was in Houston, yep. a big city. Um, I asked everybody what's their communications program like. Uh-huh. I didn't know specifically journalism. Right. I just knew what I wanted to do. So people said, okay, that's like in the communication major, mm-hmm. right? So broadcasting. I'm like, yep. okay, I'll, I'll, I'll go talk to people about that. Right. They told me TSU, um, Alabama A&M. Huntsville. That's where my twin went to school at. Okay, <laughs> my yeah. Lord, they went to Huntsville. Cut my partners from SAC, too, and my sister. So shout out to Huntsville. They got stumped, I think, in that game. I ain't going to say that. Oh, man, yet, but though. shout out to them Bulldogs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's uh, what's up. Who was, it was yeah. Howard, of course. Okay. A little further, further east. Mm-hmm. Um, Hampton is just Ooh. another school that I wanted to go okay. to. But they also had a, a rival uh, communications department. Okay. They have to. Our house right next door. Right there, yeah, <laughs> they have sure. to. Yeah. And then I think the other one was, um, I want to say Lincoln in, in uh, Pennsylvania. Ooh, further all the way. Yeah, but that's also my sister's alma mater. So okay. So I've been a little, little, little bit of bias yeah. there, too. Okay. It's all good. <laughs> but no, um, but those are like like the top five that I that I like can think of off the top of my okay. head. Then there are also some schools in, in Atlanta, but never, never mind that. It was um, between those schools. Yeah. And then I was just like, well, Houston is like it's closest to California. You can still get home. Yeah, it's you. a quick flight, you know. True. So I'm like, let's go see what Houston's about. Okay. And plus I love and plus I love the that, the, the Houston. Okay, culture. okay. So gotta ask you. Cause when I first went to TSU, yeah. I know my thoughts. I'm gonna get yours first. Cause I'm like, you know, schools in different area locations. What was your thoughts when you drove through the neighborhood and what was that like for you? I was like, man, this is nice. Really? This is, I was like, this is nice. And then I kept driving. I was like, oh. We in the hood. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we in the hood. I, I was like, I was like okay. Snap that in the hood. I was, like, I was like, okay, this is reminiscent of South Sac. Ah, okay. I was, like, I, was like, I was like, all right, all right. I know where I'm at. I was like, I, was like, I, I know where I'm at. Yeah, all right, all right, all right. Like, I was like, but, you know, I was just really, just That's really true. enamored by the fact that there were so many black, black folk around. You know, different, bro. Different black folk too, like come from different walks of life mm-hmm. and things like that. And it's just, I don't know, it was that first impression, it was just culturally different. Especially when we grow up in the out here with such diverse, yeah. which, is great, which is great, right? Amazing. But then to be able to go shift and be like, I'm all around our people who would want to be doctors, lawyers, band musicians or singers or dancers, but everywhere like, oh, but then also like, oh, they're really out here. We out here on the same grind though. Mm-hmm. It's not easy for us out here, even though people, yeah, it look good on TV now, yeah. right? But it's not easy. I'm like, but also the relationship I tell people, man, the the ups and downs you go through, yes, those struggles, these natural disasters that we had to experience down there at them schools because lack of resources, right? I was like, but that that thing was like it was just so dope. But also the culture was heavy, man. Like people, we really respect HBCU people regardless, no matter where you went, right? It's still mm-hmm. like a hidden, it's like a together family thing, right? But yeah, we got our school rivals, but it's like you know what. You went through oh, that. Appreciate you. I know what you've been through. I, I can feel some of your pain, bro. I've been, you know, some of the struggles. I'm like, man, that was so different. But also just to get able to just experience that, man. Like it's just, it was a whole nother, I guess, like a time in my life. So I spent four years down at all corner. It was just like, man, grew up a lot. You know, I made them struggle and stuff like that. How are you maintaining not being you know, having the home resources, but being down there? Was that a difficult part for you to probably kind of stick it out or stay down there? No, not not really for me. I mean, I knew, and I had a little, and I and having an older sister, like a year older, like that's doing it as well, like further east. Mm-hmm. I think that kind of helps a lot, just from me always being a, a competitor. 
<laughs> you know, so just from th- from that standpoint mm-hmm. alone, it was kind of like, all right, I'm down here doing my thing, you know, and so cool, man. Plus, I had I had some I had a I was in a relationship things like that going mm-hmm. at the time, so it's like it wasn't just necessarily me. Yeah, you know, you know, you had a you had a partner, you had a little best friend or whatever, mm-hmm. and so um, so yeah, I mean, it was cool, man. I was I was sticking it out, I was sticking it out. I, mm-hmm. I loved it, and so I. Try to try try to walk on mm-hmm. um, my first year, my freshman year, because mm-hmm. you have to. Yeah, Coming out, like, out of high school, you got to try something. Yeah, you, got, yeah. you, you still got that bug, bro, for sure. Still got, yeah, still got that bug. I had yeah. that bug for a little, for a little minute, actually. Yeah. Um, didn't work out at TSU. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody was like, oh, this guy's good. This mm-hmm. guy's good. But we were a really small team. Mm-hmm. And one of, one of the best guys on that team, uh, my guy Omar Strong, mm-hmm. dude was like, Five nine on a good day. Mm. On a good day. That's that's small to be. No offense. Basketball. No offense. Oh, if you ever watch this, man, but he he's five nine on a good yeah, day. I mean, sure. I'm doing like interviews like years later and things like that. I'm like, I'm like, we're like, I'm like, oh, this guy's like five six. And yeah, like for sure. But no, but that guy was a complete bucket. Mm-hmm. Complete bucket at a high level. So they'd be at a high too. level too. And that's when I realized I was like, okay, Levels to it. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a difference to this. So yeah. that's why I was like, all right, we're gonna focus on the media. But I still had that. I still had <laughs> that bug. That. I still had that bug. Actually, yeah. no, I still had that bug. Um, that's yeah. my. Um, so I did my freshman year um, at TSU, okay. and then I took a semester off from TSU mm-hmm. to go back to see, uh, come back to Sacramento. Okay, and. Uh, Try to walk on a CRC. Okay. Talk to the coach over the summer and everything. He said, mm-hmm. "Yeah, just got to enroll and come out." I try to finesse it. I try to no. Let me just try out over the summer, and if you like me, then I'll enroll. But if yeah. you're not, if you're not feeling me over the summer, right. then you ain't gonna be feeling me in the fall. And I could just continue going to TSU. Well, was Gio the coach over there? Coach Gio? I don't like calling out names. Okay, my bad. <laughs> my bad. Okay, my fault. I got you though. Okay, so you, but yeah, you but shoot that shot there. But yeah, but yeah. yeah. I mean, no, I'm, I'm, I'm the, I'm the dope man. I'm not like, yeah, I'm yeah. not this. 18, 19 oh, no, year old kid no more. Like yeah. I'm, I'm perfectly ready and willing to have every conversation. That's you know, but but yeah, because you was on the time. I don't know yeah. where where the miscommunication was, where the confusion was. But right. no, he told me straight up. I just think I took it the wrong way. Right. So came out. I came out during the fall because because it was like some some regulations mm-hmm. and things like that in JCA or something yep. like that. That's it. Like you can't try out during the summer or whatever. And I was That's like. It. Yeah, that makes sense. I was like, but I try to just let him, you know. Mm-hmm. He's like, nah, can't do it, man. Yep. Because like he's the same. If you got, if you end up being a real deal, then it, that, gonna be, that, you gonna, then it's gonna, gonna be fine. They're gonna find you. Find you, you ineligible, you know. So, so yeah. he's like, just come out during the fall. Got you. If you want to, and um, he told me what, what I had to do, and he said, we'll just go from there. Mm-hmm. So I did all that, mm-hmm. and he's like, okay, yeah. He's like, you're good. I, I like you. He's like, we can use someone like you. He's like. But then he's, that's when he told me, yeah, come out in the spring, though. Spring ball. Yeah, for spring ball. Uh-huh. Me, just coming from TSU uh-huh. and already, like, establishing what okay. I did at a, at a four-year, going back to a two-year. Like, I'm thinking about, like, right. like my actual, like, you want to- life. Like, like uh-huh. hey, uh, like, if it's not right now, mm-hmm. this season, I'm thinking you're giving me, yeah, yet. you're putting out more time. I'm thinking you're giving me the runaround. Right. And... I'm not here for that. Right. So gotta when make, I got to make decisions, yeah. So I had to make a decision. Mm-hmm. What I do? 
next spring. Back out there. Right back to Houston. <laughs> right back to Houston. I'm like, yeah, it ain't so bad out here. Yeah, like, yeah. like there's another thing. I'm like, intramural's gonna be fine. Like, hey, and intramural is cracking too. Oh, intramural is cracking, man. Like, I competitive. I was telling, I was telling some kids this, some high school kids this, man, that were like in their senior year, and just. We'll be right back with more 94 Feet with Coach JT. You're an entrepreneur. You take risks. You're a trendsetter who stands out from the crowd. You're a business owner who makes more than just money. You make a difference. Sargent Branding Firm exists to help you do what you do best. Change the world. Get everything you need to elevate your brand and have a professional website at sergeantbranding.com. Vicky Cake's Dairy-Free Pancake and Waffle Mix is the heart of breakfast. Bring your family back to the table for good food and good memories. Shop now at vickycakesonline.com. And now, back to the show. You know, everyone asks, well, what are you doing after high school? Are you mm -hmm. going to, oh, I'm going to college. Oh, are you going to play in college? And it's like, they want that. They put that on you, though. Yeah. Answer that question is tough, though. They answer answer that sure. question, tough, you know, tough. it's tough, especially when I, two things. Either A, you know you, they have no business asking you that question, mm -hmm. one. And two, when you're, like, on the verge. Oh, okay. You, I, you kind of, when it's like, you should be playing in college, mm -hmm. or you feel like you're good enough to play in but college. You ain't got that for sure. But I'm yeah, going, I can't give it for sure. Answer, I can't give it for like, yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's crazy. So those are the toughest ones to answer. But I tell I tell the kids all the time, like you know, you can live your life and go and be yeah. a student and and start be, focusing on, on what you want to yeah. do for your career or your major or whatever the case may be. Still be active in college. You can still do be the activities, do different things. It is be, you can still be known as the as the person that's in the gym that's killing everybody True. in direct center Bro. in the murals and all that. You can. Like, you can make your own name for yourself outside of what. You, you really, especially HBCU life, because it's that much of the community. Exactly. Yeah, wherever you are, because even to one of my boys, he played JC, came to the school after, but he was done hooping Division One, but in the, was killing, but oh, he won the best, came through the schools, still didn't play for us, but he, they know that, like, yeah. he's the best shooters, like, they know that stuff, because it's a small community. Everybody goes to activities, too. Oh, we got intramural championship games, packed. Exactly. Everybody in there, like, it's not, it's not just a 20-person gym, it's, the gym is packed. It's, it's packed, that, right? right? So, that experience, too, I was like, man, it's more to do. You gotta find your niche, though. You know what I mean. And you gotta stick stuff out, man. It's not gonna be easy off the gate, especially from us coming from Cali. They are, and a lot of people coming down south. They leave. They don't stay. Yeah, you know what I mean, they don't. They don't stick it out. Down there and that was another thing that and that's what also brought me back. Cause I knew the longer I stayed out here in Sacramento, there it would be like the harder it was mm -hmm. to get back to Houston mm -hmm. and continue what I started. And mm -hmm. so I didn't. I didn't want to face like, what if I didn't finish at mm -hmm. an HBCU, right? And so. I know that's a lot of people's stories. I didn't want it to be mine. No, but that's, so I, mean, I went back as soon as I could. Hey, well, you had to step step out on yourself, too. Bro. Exactly. Like, people, I'm at that point because some parents thought, oh, you can stay. But, like, it took some of you to go back. Like, let's be real. It took some of you to go back. I didn't want to stay. Hey, I didn't want to stay. Let me ask you, concert-wise, bro, what was one of the best concerts you went to down there? Because oh, spring concerts would be so dope. Like, anyone that sticks out for your memory, like, just kind of like, I felt like, ooh, just ha I had so much fun. Got a few of them. Oh man! See, when you say concerts and HBCU in the same sentence, like I still have this grudge, even though I've seen Kendrick multiple times. My freshman year, this is 2012, so he's just you know yeah. 
coming that dude. Mm-hmm. But coming from the West Coast, like we already know, this is that dude. So I'm just like it's so hard to get them to get West Coast. Oh they play my it, but God. Not so my freshman year, who's at the time when they bring Kendra for oh. homecoming, and they charge seventy dollars for a ticket. What? And I'm like, and I'm like, wait, what? This is homecoming. I, I, from what I've heard, should come out of my feet. Sources tell me that this is free. It should be free. <laughs> I don't remember paying. Nah, I know. I, we, so. And so, wow. Seven, eight, I didn't go. Oh, asked my folks. They said I'm not giving you seven dollars to go to a concert. I was like, like too, they like, they're like, they're like, yeah, I don't, ha- I don't have it. Like, if I had it, I would. Yeah. Cause I want you to have fun, but I don't have it. At the, at, it was at the time when I'm I had. Sorry to hear that, bro. Yeah, I see. I'd have a grudge too, cause I mean, man, all ours were so man, had fun. And you know free. who was, um, you know who was the uh, opening? Erica Badu. Man, that was live. That was live. It was live. That was live. I didn't even know. Twelve. I know. Cause she was on full everything, every streaming, every platform, yeah, every music song. Yeah, Damn. man. Oh, hey, okay. I hope. So yeah, sure, I hope y'all giving people free concerts now, man. Don't charge them kids, man. Don't no, but here's the kicker, though. Here, here's the kicker. Here's what like ultimately why I had that grudge. Cause I had some friends that were in the same boat. They just buckled down and paid that seventy. Well, they just <laughs> uh, stu- yeah. uh, they got re- they ended up getting reimbursed because the school knew they were wrong. Oh, the charging oh kids yeah, seventy dollars. That, that that drives it in deep in right there. Yeah, and that's and that's front row. That's the part that just hits yeah. deep. I'm like, I want to get my money back. I want to get my money back. <laughs> <laughs> that's the college. Dude. That's seventy dollars. That's real money. If I got cars, gas money, that's seventy dollars. Gonna go a long way in college, bro. Man, oh my go gosh. gosh. So, that's so yeah, that's that's like my worst that's concert so story. But you said you asked for the best. Yeah, give me one. The best uh, is two chains, without Ooh. a doubt. Lie, without a doubt. Front row, titty boy. Live, live. He put on a good show though. Um, I saw him out here and show. He, he a lot of energy, a lot of crazy. He just, but his energy is dope. I love, I like, I like that show. Yeah, man. man. I mean, it was. That's what's up. It, it was, it was a great time, man. Especially so, down I know he was rocking, man. I, I, I was about to see a lot of people. Uh, it was, was great. It was because it was like kind of towards the end of my college career, so it was like 2016, 2017. So, really, really so like, it. I got to enjoy it because like he's playing hits. It's like, oh man, I'm in mean, where I was at, mm. at what party at, at what world. Yeah, so yeah. like, so like, two chains was a, is a lot is a lot of my. Uh, that's what's up. That's, life, and that's, that's, it's just funny you say that, bro. I came back home and was like, "Who was this Jeezy dude you always playing?" <laughs> I was, I, I mean, when I was in Mississippi. Jeezy was big. Yeah, and Jeezy, that was all my like talking trap music. Yeah, like I was in trap music heavy. I still love today. It's like, bro, but I got them on. I was like during that time. That's what it was. People in Mississippi was riding twenty fours. They riding. I mean, they was riding all. Are you in Houston? They riding big. I'm like, oh, yeah, y'all don't believe the cars I seen, bro. They sitting up like this. I'm like, bro, it's just. But that was I was in that thing. I was just looking. You know, I'm saying, homies had some whips like that or some cars. I was watching. You know what I mean, I didn't, you know, but it was like that. That music was impactful to my time in college too. Like that, what got me through good, bad, ugly, road trips, games. I mean, hooping with pre. You know what I'm saying? I was like, man, it was just a time. But again, like I said, that's why it's so. Those years or HBCP is not forgettable, bro. Man, it was so much we went through. You know what I'm saying? We had to get through it together. Yeah, good, bad, whatever. You know what I mean? So I definitely that that's definitely dope, man. Um, let me ask about the, just the graduation process, right? In general, you getting that degree. I was mom paying whatever action to that. Cause I mean, it's really for them too. It's for us. But to see my mom happy, like, oh yeah, my boy did. Like, and I didn't do it. And he, yeah, we could stay home and did it. We could have probably stayed here and did it. Yeah. For us to leave them, mm-hmm. get, get under from them, as they say, right? Under moms, right. whatever. 
that's a different feeling, I believe, for for a parent, especially for a mom. Yeah, I think about it like that. I think it was um, it was cool. It was, it was amazing for um, just kind of now that I'm reminiscing back on that day. Um, I have my whole family there. Mm-hmm. Not my whole family, but um, I had whoever could come out. Mm-hmm. It was um, it was my mom, my dad, and uh, my three sisters. Oh. And um, it was just it was great, man. It was. A lot of bliss that day, and uh, what I remember specifically is um, obviously my mom's proud. She's gonna be part of her boy, yeah, boy, like. But for me, it was seeing how proud my dad was. Mm. Dope. you know, and impactful moment. I know that was a real impactful moment. That's when I really, because at first, you know, like whenever you do something, like mom's that, gonna be, like mom's always gonna be happy <laughs> for you. But you know, like yeah, that's what's up, man. Like and, and even when you do stuff, like you, I know I could do this. Like mm-hmm. like when when you score in a game, knowing like right. I, I get buckets, or or like can nobody guard me on the field, mm-hmm. whatever the case may be, or you hit a home run, right, mm-hmm. or you get that that block, that save, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's always nice. Or like going through high school, you're like, you, I'm like, I'm not gonna fail high school. Mm-hmm. Like everyone's life is different. I get it, but like right. knowing me, we're, t- we're talking about me here. Like, I, yeah, like I'm. I, but they made it seem special. And then going mm-hmm. through college, like as I was, you know, getting to the winger thing and understanding like what my my path is, mm-hmm. I was like, oh yeah, I'm, the degree is not, is not the issue. It's like, what am mm-hmm. I doing after that? Mm-hmm. But like just being in that moment, that's yeah. the part that I want to. That I want to bring up because I was because to me like you knew I knew it was coming and I was dope. I think so, I, I don't know how many kids I mean students probably I think shout out to the parents too, man. Have you on that path already? Where you got whatever they did to help they guide you, man. You outside your work too, you already guided on the path to where you went outside of school. Yeah, I'm cool. Yeah. This, I'm, not, I'm going what's next, man. That's a shout out to you and the parents that are already being like, hey, this is what's going on. That's you a pro and I mean? con about just who I am as an individual. I'm always looking for like, hey, what's next. Once once I'm like That's what's up. I'm like, all right. All right, I see what I see down the road. Mm-hmm. Like I see, there's like there's an ending here. So like I gotta start preparing for what's next, mm-hmm. right? That's so up, so I've, I've always been like that. So like me for graduation, I was more so nervous. I'm like, all right, this is it. <laughs> like, damn, next is here. <laughs> like, all right, ne- right, what's next? Yeah, turn the page. Like, damn. <laughs> like that's what everyone's gonna be asking. Like, what's true? What's next? That's and true. so. That's why that's what it was more nerve wracking for me. I was like, "Damn, what what's next?" But the part that brought me back, you know, to enjoy the moment was mm-hmm. really the moment that I had with my with my pops, and just so um, him being proud that you know I was you know his first son that graduated from college, you know, and got his bachelor's degree. Great, man. So yeah, that's 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 I what I took away from that moment for sure. And then like those, I mean, again, it's more that, that makes all the hard work worth it. Get that feeling from pops and mom and that free pops and also accomplishment, but also again that just to know you did it. As people say, people wonder why people go back to homecoming so because we did it. Like some people don't make it through. Yeah, man, they don't make it through. But to consider the ones that graduate, come back and say, "I'm alum," to put an alumni I'm shirt alumni on, bro. On it. Yeah, did that. They were like that, yeah. And that's and I don't like want to differentiate because you know everybody's got their story, man. And sure. like, but I I just think there's a Big difference from attending an HBCU and graduating mm. from an HBCU. Right. Like, like okay. love, love to everybody that attends. Of course, yeah. But man, major props to everyone that that 
went through their journey and yeah. finished. Yep. You know, whether you whether you transferred from a community college mm-hmm. and went there for two years and you know, whether you already had your bachelor's but you went there for your master's mm-hmm. or your doctor's, whether you went there for all four years, whether you did like me and went there for one year, took a semester off and then yep. came right back, finished the semester and then the next three years. Yeah, man. Like it's I think two no years matter what, here. Yeah. And then I transferred still had it, you know, all the credits don't transfer. So I had to go back Start over pretty much. It's like, bro, I'm like, but at that point, I didn't know nothing else. I was like, I'm fin- I'm here. I'm in this. Yep. I want to try to hoop. I'm going to walk on. I want to hoop. But also, I'm going to get this because, like, my sister down the road is saying she about to get her degree pretty soon. I'm like, I got to at least stick with that. You know what I mean? But also, this environment, like, it was good for me. You know what I mean? But also, I tell everybody, school time limit is not going anywhere. Yeah. Do it on your time. Yeah. But also, just finish. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, that's something I definitely try to push the people. And also, like, especially HBC, just finish. Go. Experience, we got experience, but finish that thing, but enjoy that process too. But just know what you like. And go. What's next? Think about what's next, because some people get there and they settle in. Yeah. And they still around, or they've been there for a while, and they do something else. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. But definitely something that we, uh, I definitely again props to you, man. Because again, you want the one like oh, I know another HBCU guy. I know somebody else. We out here in California. Yeah, you know, man. We're not be as much as a group. We trying to do some other things together. So I'm glad, like I said, we definitely can try to keep HBCU people connected as well. Because I mean, it's just all support, man, to get more kids from here to back down south, Midwest, East Coast, wherever it is, man, to go to these schools because. They, they need our kids, man. We need to get down there. California kids, West Coast kids need to get to HBCU life, man. They need, they need experience just something outside of their everyday environment. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the big thing. You need to see something different in order to grow. You can't, you can't really, I don't, I mean, some people can, but I, I'm a firm believer that the majority of people have to be in, in something, you have to see something different. You have to be uncomfortable. For sure, bro. You know, like you said, you have to be that's uncomfortable it. to really like, grow and, and mature in whatever facet of life, mm-hmm. you know, that you, you know, that you see yourself in. Yeah, man. Uh, this, this journalism, this writing, man, this, yeah. this, this media stuff, you get in there, how do you knock down your first door, man? What was that like? What was your first, I would say, not even if it's a job opportunity, whatever it is, what was the first thing you did in that field of work to get you going, if you remember that? Man, I was so serious, man, you know, shout out to um one of my favorite players of all time, Kobe, man, when you talk about like Mamba mentality, mm-hmm. like that's how I played basketball, you know, and I'm, I love sports, especially playing sports because who you are as an athlete, as, mm-hmm. as that individual, that's probably who you are outside and how you like take your job True. and stuff like that. More times often than not, in some cases it changes, it's different, mm-hmm. but more times often than not, that's in you. It's not just something you do. For exactly. Work. I mean, not like that's something. Like, that's how you. That's a lifestyle. Right? Exactly. Right. And so that's really how I approach journalism. So mm-hmm. when you when you ask me what's the first thing I did, and when a lot of people ask me what's the first thing I did, I always go back to college and being on the radio at KTSU ninety point nine mm-hmm. as a producer, and then as a on-air host okay. for our pre-game and um, post-game halftime show. Um, sideline reporter as well, you know, when they would go back to me uh, different times just for me keeping stats and stuff like that. But I would say that was like my first kind up. of like intro into the media world. Do you get a, as you know, former athletes or self basketball player, is there a rush when you're in the midst of those things like doing interviews or – Doing reporting, is that still just that type of, a, or is it more like now I'm focused on like, no, this is why I need to get done, or you get that kind of like, yeah, this is, it's, not, it's a different type of game for me now. I think it's the same, you know, like, 
because I used to play too. So it's like depending on like if I'm if it's like a game recap, you mm-hmm. know, if if I'm asking about a game, then like okay, I'm gonna ask about a certain a certain point in the game. <laughs> like I'm gonna think about like how I would think about it, whether yeah. I'm a teammate or a coach mm-hmm. or if I was out there myself. Like mm-hmm. that's just that's just the type of inter- interview kind of person I am though. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's like a different moment, then I'll ask about the moment. You know, gotcha. it, just, it just depends. But like that's how you get the dope questions, the answers though. Yeah, it's relatable. Yeah, you look at it from a different perspective. Player for sure. When I got an inside, I know I've been in moments, different situations, but I'm gonna ask this player the same question. Yeah, I want that real, authentic answer. What he thinking? Hopefully, like how you felt in the moment. So everybody can go, okay, oh, that's that's good, man. That's yeah. I mean, that's a plus of being as they say right now. People are always asking, why not people ask? I see him asking journalists. Well, you don't know, or vice versa. I mean, but. It is a difference from you know. Well, well, well. Now, nowadays, you know, folks like me are getting killed because I didn't play college ball yeah, or, or any type of professional ball. My like you. my highest level is vars is high school right. varsity. So, right. so like guys like me are getting killed saying like I don't know the game and stuff right. like that. And, but it wasn't because of the the ability as far as what you were what you were given. You played the cards you dealt with. You were playing. You know what I mean? You did what you. Yeah, if you could, if I could have straight out to be six seven, I would too. Yeah, it didn't happen for me that way. But that's not taking away from how much you study the game, how much you practice, how much you watch the game, how much how much writing you do in your craft, exactly. how much studying you do. So I mean, like I said, man, it's just even one of my close friends to this day, man, Chris Haynes. I don't see nobody asking Chris Haynes, man. That's my dog. He does my dog, but he studies the game. He studies. He knows what he does. We play juco ball together. We've been around the game, but we've been we've been. I mean, talking like he talked for years. So we've had experience, but also being around the game. So it can't happen. Yeah, this is about. I think it's about more so the relationship with her players. Yeah, because I'm like, see, get all the exclusives. He was with Damon. You know what I mean? He get the exclusive. That was but a great interview too. Because of the relationships, and stuff like that. You know what I mean? But also, I, I think that plays a big part too. As long as you don't mess them bridges up, man. Because some players, yeah, you can't ask the wrong question. Now you can't make it feel. I mean, certain things make it uncomfortable. Yeah, no. Nah, you got to pick and choose, man. I think. I, I mean, but you you say that you say that. That's why, like, just in the field of journalism altogether, pe- people always go from sports to news or news to sports. Mm-hmm. Um. When I when I did my first internship at um, KPRC in Houston, uh, the NBC affiliate, um, I, I remember um, one of the uh, one of the uh, guys or one of one of my mentors there, uh, Kimbrell Marshall. He said, well, "Why do you want to go into sports?" He said, "It's a it's a competitive field, and mm-hmm. the hours are terrible." And mm-hmm. he, he's like, "You should try. You should." Just think about crossing over into news. Mm-hmm. I said I appreciate that. I was like, I appreciate that that fact. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to stick out in sports though, but mm-hmm. I appreciate that fact. And it, that nugget was, you know, you do whatever you can to, to just get in the field of journalism. Mm-hmm. And what he told me going into detail of that conversation was, um, they both cross over really well. And he was the one who told me that, like sports. Sometimes sports guys who go into sports initially make the best, news. you know, news anchor or okay. or news journalist, and vice versa. Some guys who go into news end up making the the best sports journalist or best uh, sports broadcast, sports best sports personality, whatever the case may be. But um, but no, just him telling me that like always had me thinking like it has to be versatile, and that's something yeah. that, that uh, I was also taught. Absolutely, also, also I mean at my HBCU that at TSU. You more, but I mean that keeps you up there, right? You're 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 in demand if you're versatile. Yeah, because if you're not in demand, you ain't gonna have what you gonna work, what you gonna work with. You know what you gonna do? But if you're in demand, 
you got more options. Your availability, you can, you're flexible. You can do multiple things, bro. That's definitely, uh, that's, yeah, that's a need, even so in life. So that, and that's what, and that's really what helped me, like, just with interviews is going into the news side and just kind of talking to people, like, on things that have nothing to do with sports mm -hmm. and, like, just them knowing, like, on things that are, like, more serious and the thing, then tough, really having a real conversation and right. then saying, like, hey, I want that. I don't want that on record, but mm. or saying, but you could you could say this and things like that. Just kind of having creating that rapport, you know, that sure. also helps as far as like going back to sports, what we were mm -hmm. talking about, as far as like doing that rapport, like folks knowing like who I am as a journalist. Mm. Like I'm an individual first. You can always talk to me like as a human being. Like I'm a, mm. a real dude. Like that's just who I am. And so like sure. I'm not one of those that are like just like looking for an answer or like or looking at just a smidgen of an answer you know right. like to run with and things like that like i know those folks are out there but like that's not me and i that's, that's where i try to get people to really understand it's like if i want to have a conversation just because I'm, I'm just a you know genuinely curious dude like yeah. i want to know like if we're having a conversation like i really just want to know that's why i ask otherwise if i didn't want to know i wouldn't ask that's for sure. and you know, I always tell people like, yeah, you can tell me, like, you and you have, you also have the right to say no. I don't want to talk about that, or sure. you can say, yeah, but don't tell nobody this. We can keep it personal. We can keep it's it private, right. We can right? keep this. We can just keep this private. Or the professional term is, hey, this is off, off record. record. You know, yeah. like, like I tell people that all the time. Like I sometimes I tell them like before my interviews, like just so they know, I'm like, hey, like I'm not one of them folks that ask you trying to get you. Like, right. nah, man, like I got a job to do, but I'm also like looking at you as a human being like respect factor like, it's, it's a whole lot more weight though yeah they'll come back mess with you again no you can get another you can get a second interview. you can get a third when you come back some people only get that one don't don't call them back don't come back my way you know based upon stuff like that so that's good man let me ask you this though how uh are you loving what you're doing right now <sighs> but do i love what i do yeah why would i get into it i think um I think there's good times and bad times. I think, but that's part, that's part of the growth. That's part of the journey. And I think people should really understand that no matter what you do, there's going to be high times, going to be low times. But to me, if you truly love what you do or are passionate what you do, those low times, especially, you know, it's going to be worth it. Mm -hmm. It's going to be, it's going to feel like it's more worth it when you're doing something that you're actually passionate and that you can, you know, have an attainable goal rather than, you know, just not, um, just, just not pursuing whatever your passion is. Some people, you know, it's, some people's passion is like money or something like mm -hmm. that. You know, if you're working for money or you're working to get by, then, you know, that's your passion. You that's what you're doing. That's what you're doing. Focus on, focus on what you're doing. For me, my passion is what I want to do as far as, sports journalism mm -hmm. you know the whole nine like from what i when i was 10 years old mm -hmm. i told myself that i wanted to do you know seeing the folks you know that i idolized that i looked up to you know and this is the outside of the after basketball mm -hmm. side as well seeing you know seeing what they're doing and then kind of crossing paths with folks that are you know in the same space as me you know uh, you know or like folks that like i've always looked up to and now i'm like shaking hands and saying what's up to them and things like that or just texting them for advice, you know, and mm -hmm. things like that. You know, like it keep it keeps 
the hunger, it keeps the passion going and it keeps it fueled because, you know, I, I see that throughout the highs and the lows, like I'm on my journey. I'm on, I'm on my path, my journey. And so, that's what's up, man. so yeah, man, I, to answer your question, I love what Ooh, I'm doing. That's what's up. All right. As you know, in basketball, triple threat, drill, pass, shoot. But for me at the end of the show, all right, that's my guest, man. Give me three things that people who may know you can see this, who don't know, says, give me your triple threat personally for Marcus. What are the three things that you can hold your hat on? People or how you carry yourself. Give me just three things that, you know, like you said, that stamp you for being you. Like they know that's, that's Marcus or how you carry yourself or what you believe in, whatever it is, man. Give me three things, your personal triple threat. My personal triple threat. Wow. Wow, man. <laughs> Yeah, let the people decide that, man. I'm not really one to talk about myself. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I'm really not. I can tell you my story, but like, yeah. as far as what people think about me, what people mm -hmm. say about me, I truly don't know. Okay. And I, I, mean, I don't, and I don't know because I know myself and I know who I am. So tell and, us who you are. Okay. There we go. Let's get there. Three things. Tell me who you are. You can nail them down. Three things. Who are you? Oh man, it's, oh, man, three things. I can't just nail nail down three things. Um, honest, okay. loyal, okay. ambitious. Honest, loyal, ambitious. Minimum three. Um, but those are the good characteristics, man. That's motivated, dedicated, and yeah. that's motivated, dedicated. That that's. I guess that's five. All right, starting five. There you Let's go. There you go. Time. Yeah, you you five. Starting five. There you go. Five, bro. <laughs> hey, on the spot. Uh, again, man, appreciate some time, man. I know we've been back before trying to make this thing happen, and uh, I think this. I, I think I know this is the first conversation, but also the much more networking to come. Like we, we both in here in Sacramento, we both doing different things, but similar fields of work. But now it's like, let's get to it. <laughs> What's next? Uh, the partnerships collab is gonna be crazy. Y'all look out for that, man. Whatever we're gonna put together, it's gonna it's gonna rock. Y'all be on the lookout for that, man. You heard it here first, man. Uh, at our place event space, we're in the um, invitation room, man. Um, I'm PSU alum, man. HBCU. PSU. You. You. I thought you knew. Look at him, man. Hey, nothing but the best, man. It's love, man, for sure, man. I appreciate the time. Thanks for coming out. Y'all heard it here first, man. Margaret Smith, 94 people, Coach JT. We out. Peace. Thanks for listening to 94 Feet with Coach JT. Subscribe on iTunes, leave a review, and follow the show on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. This is a production of 1217 Media.